Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about something that has been in the news quite a bit, uh, and that is Alzheimer's disease. Let's start with this simple question. What is the difference between Alzheimer's and dementia? Oh, that is a good question. So Alzheimer's disease and dementia, they are often used pretty interchangeably, but they are not the same thing. One is actually a subset of the other. So dementia is kind of the general term for a decline in cognitive ability severe enough to interfere with your daily life. It can be caused by a wide variety of conditions, such as Alzheimer's disease, vascular disease, Parkinson's disease, and even Huntington's disease. Now, Alzheimer's disease is the most common cause of dementia. It is the cause of like 60 to 70% of cases, and it is a progressive disorder that affects your memory, your thinking, and behavior. It is a degenerative brain disease, which means it causes your brain cells to die and it eventually leads to things like memory loss and also changes in your mood and behavior. So now you know that, the basically Eli 5 summary is that Alzheimer's is a specific type of dementia. I see, that's very helpful to know. Now, what are the symptoms of Alzheimer's disease? Mainly memory loss, especially of like recent events. Uh, also difficulty with problem solving, confusion with time and place, and changes in your mood and behavior are probably the most common symptoms. Symptoms can also include difficulty with language, disorientation, and poor or decreased judgment, kind of misplacing things and again, changes your personality. Unfortunately, as it progresses to the later stages, it really continues destroying the brain, which will eventually cause things like a, like a coma and ultimately destroys the part of the brain that regulates things like swallowing and even breathing in your heart rate. Now, do we know what causes Alzheimer's disease in the first place? Hmm, unfortunately, we still don't really know. It is believed to be a combination of genetic, environmental, and lifestyle factors. The one thing we know for sure is that one of the main contributing factors is aging, since the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease increases with age. There are other factors, maybe things like a family history of the disease, um, head injuries, and some other lifestyle factors such as your diet and exercise that may affect this. I see. And so how do they diagnose that someone has Alzheimer's disease then? Oh, also good question. Um, so Alzheimer's disease, it can only be definitively diagnosed with autopsy findings, actually. But obviously, there are several other ways, too. In the absence of doing an autopsy, uh, clinical diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease can find someone to be possible or probable to have the disease. But there have been studies that show that up to 23% of those clinically diagnosed with Alzheimer's may actually be misdiagnosed. Wow, 23%, that is very high. So how are these clinical diagnoses of uh, Alzheimer's actually done? So it's usually clinically diagnosed based on the person's medical history, uh, also stories, history from relatives, and lots of lots of behavioral observations. There are a bunch of cognitive and neuropsychological tests that one can take. These tests assess things like your memory, your attention span, your language and problem solving, and other cognitive type skills. Uh, then they can also do imaging tests, such as doing an MRI or CT scan, which may also be used to rule out other possible causes of, you know, the similar dementia symptoms. 
Now, one of the questions that comes up from the Reddit community is, why can't a person with Alzheimer's just have a fact sheet in front of them at all times to carry around that reminds them of every truth about them, including the fact that they have Alzheimer's? Would that be a solution? Um, unfortunately, that wouldn't quite work. Alzheimer's disease is not like the forgetting that non-sufferers experience as a result of an injury or maybe like a hangover, right? It just it goes so much deeper and actually has a very short cycle. So you could tell an Alzheimer's patient a fact one second, and then basically it's gone the next minute. The truth for uh, advanced patients may bear absolutely no resemblance to fact because a humane approach most often involves meeting their uncertainties with whatever words you know just bring comfort, not really pounding them with the proof that well they're wrong. Now. Is there a cure for Alzheimer's disease? Uh, unfortunately, currently there is no cure for Alzheimer's disease. Uh, there are some treatments available to help manage the symptoms and slow the progression of the disease. Uh, medications uh, called col colon uh, inhibitors, they can help improve memory and your problem solving and some other cognitive skills as well. How is it that the progression of Alzheimer's disease can actually be slowed down? How do some of these medications work? So there are ways to slow down its progression. Uh, these include engaging in mentally stimulating activities, making sure to stay physically active, eating a healthy diet, and also managing other chronic conditions such as hypertension, diabetes, and of course getting enough sleep. You know, kind of basic things have been proved to help slow it down a little bit. So one of the reasons why um, Alzheimer's has been in the news recently is we had some breakthroughs in some of the drugs and their effectiveness, but back in the 1990s, they thought they had a breakthrough for Alzheimer's, and that was one of the things that created a bunch of activity and excitement. Oh, yes, yes. This has been a, you know, kind of a, a big story over the last three decades. Basically, in the 1990s, scientists thought that they had cracked the medical mystery of what causes Alzheimer's disease. Um, there was an idea known as the amyloid cascade hypothesis. It basically accused a protein called amyloid beta of forming these sticky toxic plaques between neurons, which eventually killed them and triggered a series of events that made the whole brain kind of go to waste. But uh, this breakthrough, it didn't really turn into too much, did it? That's right. It's actually quite the opposite. Um, by 2017, uh, about 146 different drug candidates for treating Alzheimer's disease had been deemed unsuccessful. Um, only four drugs at all had been approved, and they treated uh, symptoms of the disease, but not as underlying pathology. The results were so disappointing that in 2018, Pfizer fully pulled out of Alzheimer's research. Hmm. Now, this story really takes off because the whole hypothesis took another hit recently in July 2022 when a bombshell article in Science revealed that uh, data in an influential 2006 Nature paper about amyloid plaques may have been just totally fabricated. Oh dear. Um, now, if we fast forward to much more recently, we have heard about some uh, further breakthroughs just in the last few months. Yes, in September 2022, the pharmaceutical giants Biogen and, and Ezai, uh, they announced that in a phase three clinical trial, uh, patients taking the anti-amyloid drug uh, lecanemab 
showed 27% less decline in their cognitive health than patients taking a placebo did. And then in December of 2022, the companies revealed the data, which they published in the New England Journal of Medicine, and presented it to an audience at a meeting in San Francisco. And there have been a few new drug approvals as well from the FDA under national bodies, which have also been making the news. But, you know, everything is subject to plenty of debate. Well, now at least we have a little bit more context on it. So thank you for that, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got suggestions and comments for us. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a review on iTunes uh, or just a rating because it helps other people to find this podcast and we really appreciate it. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit and we will see you all next week.